Can you depend on humanity? Can you depend on your fellow humans? Now that's kind of a, I mean, it's, it's not that you can't trust some or depend on some. I'm asking if you can depend on humanity. And it's pretty easy, it's a pretty easy answer to a pretty simple question. And that answer is no. And that's probably why you're homesteading, right? Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Today, trucking down the road, uh, the temperature in the truck right now, I got the beer wagon and it says negative 12 Fahrenheit. Now, uh, those of you in other countries, I do apologize for not using the word Fahrenheit. I know you use the totally awesome metric system which zero is freezing, uh, which would be 32 degrees Fahrenheit. I guess in the United States of America, we decided that we needed to really complicate everything and not make a goddamn thing divisible by 10, like the metric system. You know, when they were teaching the metric system in elementary school, it was awesome because um, it was so easy to convert like, you know, uh, a meter, a millimeter, a centimeter, you know, just just going all by tens, baby, or hundreds, no big deal. So it it was quite the deal, I I just remember that. But uh, anyway, I guess, can you depend on your fellow humans? And I will say no, and I will use a absolutely recent and classic Example. About, oh geez, let's see, 2020. You remember 2020? I remember 2020. March 2020. Uh, We had just gotten back from vacation, and while we were on vacation, you know, I mean, we just got back, and the the girls uh, got sick, my wife and daughter. And uh, we were back, whatever, whatever. Well, the news, which we don't watch, but everybody around us watches, so they were informing us uh, about this big COVID Rona. And, you know, COVID Rona or whatever, you know, a lot of people got uptight and worried because they were inundating themselves with all this news, right? And it's understandable. I mean, if, if that's just part of your daily routine is watching uh, the, the news, it's, uh, well, let's just say it's, uh, it's pretty easy to get, it's pretty easy to get caught up in it. Well, anyway, this, this, this COVID-Rona thing was going on, and it, it just got to the United States, and it was bad. And, like, the uh, day before... St. Patrick's Day or whatever, the the Wisconsin bars all got shut down, bars and restaurants. Well then, the day before St. Patrick's Day, our governor decided he was going to shut down the bars and restaurants. And he noted that he may have to do further shutdowns. Well, with that, everybody in the, well, not everybody, some 
people, mostly people that don't have a job that they're too busy to be at. So that what they did is they, they went out and they, they bought like uh, months worth of all these supplies that they thought they were going to need, which created the historic toilet paper shortage, bottled water shortage, but that wasn't where it ended. Holy shit. So like that week at work here, you know, we deliver beer, beverages, like, uh, you know, like FMBs, which are fruit malt beverages and beer and seltzers, you know, anything that you can pretty much get in a bottle or a can in a 12 pack, six pack, eight pack, two pack, one pack, whatever, and fricking drink, you know? Uh, we don't we do not do wine, but I mean, that was on the dock as well. But uh, people bought holy shit tons of product because they thought they were gonna be in the house for two weeks and they were going to be going bonkers. The schools were shutting down and all this shit. So here we are, freaking, we could, we had the biggest day ever, the biggest delivery day ever, the day after St. Patrick's Day that year on March 18th. Um, and, and, I mean, liquor stores were running out of our shit left and right. Now keep in mind that people were not going to watch out for you. They were going to watch out for themselves. Okay? So you couldn't depend on it. And this has nothing to do with beer. This has everything to do with everything. So, I mean, if any kind of catastrophic... Because in America, we're spoiled, right? And it is human nature to watch out for yourself, right? I mean, if there was ever a catastrophe, you do. You got to watch out for yourself or your family, you know, those you love. So that's what they were doing. Or at least that's what they thought they were doing. But then in the end, you know, and like elderly people would go to the store and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't find a freaking napkin or a Kleenex to freaking use for toilet paper, you know? Well, anyway, um, we had a catastrophic amount of beer go out, like, like unbelievable. We had our biggest day ever on the, yeah, like I said, the 18th. And like people were calling like, you know, this can we take an extra order to this store? You know, because everybody gets their beer order on a certain day. And I was in charge of making sure that the trucks were deploying, that all of our trucks were being used and they were deployed to the right accounts. And all kinds of people were calling, hey, can we do this? Well, I'm kind of uh, a little different as a supervisor in that respect that I didn't have enough room on the trucks to take it to all the accounts. So what's the first account you suppose I cut from all the orders? Walmart. Fuck them. They make enough money. So I thought, you know what? We're not taking any extra deliveries to any Walmarts today. So I did that. Poof! We had enough room on the trucks. So 
Because because there's a lot of mom and pop liquor stores around here, and in Minnesota, you can't buy beer in a grocery store. You have to buy it from a separate separate entity. So like you get it, and there's a lot of corporate accounts that have separate entities like Walmart's. Uh, grocery stores, you know, they'll have a little thing off to the side. You have to go into a separate door and have a separate receipt for the beer, wine, and liquor. Uh, liquor is not run by the state here. It's actually privatized. People can do it too. So, like, there's a lot of mom and pop shops that have beer, wine, and liquor. So, you know what? I thought this is their time to shine. Not Walmart. Walmart's already running out of shit, running out of toilet paper and bottled water and all this shit. They're doing just fine. They're selling everything they have. I am going to watch out for the mom and pop guy. Now, a lot of people may disagree or disagree with me on this. And yes, America is a free enterprise system, but I have the authority at the time to decide who is getting beer, who is getting extra orders, and who was not getting an order. You know what I mean? Because we only had so many trucks and I could not have the guys out on those trucks for more than 14 hours in a day. So, long story short, and I don't know how I got on that bunny trail, but long story short, I was watching out for the locals, right? So, can you depend on your fellow humans? Not really, because they're going to buy everything they can and hoard it, right? That's why we're homesteaders. The reason we're homesteaders is because we want to sustain ourselves, right? And if more people homesteaded, more people would be sustaining themselves and more land in our area would not be mowed all year, all summer long. It would be used to grow crops that we could sustain ourselves with or used for animals like chickens or something that like a chicken yard you know i mean if you took half your yard that you mow once a week all summer long and made it into a chicken yard right now imagine how sustainable you'd be just off of that you know i mean you could have a ton of chickens i bet you know everybody's yard's a different size but i mean when we were in oregon we had six chickens we were getting all kinds of eggs and we had a tiny tiny yard you know so, that is why a lot of you are homesteading. Because you know you cannot depend on your fellow humans. But I was reading a, a neat article the other day. Like, gen- humanity in general is actually a hell of a lot better off than it was 50 years ago. You know, they, they were talking about statistically, uh, out of 100,000 people, how many would die in a war situation? It's not as many as it used to be. Or um, the overall, people are generally richer than they used to be, which, which there's less poverty than there used to be. There is still a, what is it, a... Uh, like a 0.9% or 9%. It was somewhere in the nines, but like poverty rate, where it used to be that the poverty rate was like way bigger, like almost 50%, you know? Because now we have a lot more industry and production and work and people 
making cashola and a lot more, you know, um, insurance and all those things, you know. And and as far as and humans are living longer, which medically um, is is one it's it's attributed to medical and happiness. You know, I mean, like. You, you know, just overall attitude, you know. So, it's it's pretty amazing. It was it was in the Reader's Digest this month, which, yes, I read the Reader's Digest. Yes, we subscribe to it. And no, I'm not elderly. Uh, it's actually really good reading, and I, I've been really enjoying the Reader's Digest. It's, it's just a kind of a neat thing, you know. I mean, they don't... I've noticed that they don't really swing politically one way or the other they just have good articles that that people write you know and it's good writing it's good reading and they have a lot of funny stuff in there too just just light-hearted funny stuff or uh inspirational survival stories and all that so anyway in reading this i mean you could tell the guy that was that was writing it was a freaking genius so i mean it was really hard to kind of understand what he was writing but it was a really good writing. And, um, you know, so, you know, all the doomsdayers and naysayers, which, yes, there is, you know, I mean, those of us who are prepping, there is an awful lot that we can prep and get ready. Um, but in the hopes that it never happens, um, you know, in the hopes that it never happens, it's becoming less likely to happen, uh, according to this article. Um, that doesn't mean that, I mean, this is just population in general, world population in general. So they're not talking about like the American political situation or the American vaccination situation or anything like that. They're talking about the world in general. So. Yes, always prepare yourself, but you know what? It, it also stated that things are a lot better than they used to be, you know? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, think about, you know, the Vietnam era and, you know, flower power and all the, you know, protests and all the shit going on back then, you know? I mean, there was, there was really tough times in America. Even in the 80s, you know, I mean, economically, you know, the early 2000s, 2001, you know, I mean, all these times, but statistic, not statistically, but in general, we are better off than we, than the human population used to be. Okay. Now, I know this is kind of a fumble, fumbled way of saying all of this, but, you know, I mean, can you trust your fellow humans or can you depend on your fellow humans? Absolutely not. But, you know, we're, we're doing pretty damn good, you know. And uh, those of you that are homesteaders and prepping and getting ready and uh, just having all of those items in case anything ever happens, you know, I mean, I will, however, say that the general population in America is slightly more volatile than it used to be, but it's a lot more accepting than it used to be. It's kind of, you know, the problem with all this is, is that people follow the news too much.
Yes, it's good to stay informed, but they follow the news too much. So, for instance, like, we had riots in the Twin Cities in 2020 in Minneapolis. There's this big old frickin' riot. You know, they were protesting something that happened that a cop did. There's only a couple hundred people doing that. And the state has, what, six million? Seven million? People? But the news was concentrating on these 100 fuckheads down there doing this riot, right? So everybody, you know, you got seven million people plus the rest of the frickin' United States worried about this 100 people doing this stupid fucking riot down there. You know what I mean? Put it in perspective. And it's a, it sucks because we were all worried about that, all thinking about it, and all being stupid about it. And they definitely got their name out there. And that is just part of what the media is training us to think about. So sometimes, I mean, you just kind of... I mean, I was listening to the news the other day, and for somebody that hardly ever listens to or watches the news. I was kind of listening to the news the other day because I was listening to a country station and they have their little news update, their little ABC whatever, whatever. I could not believe how much they swayed you one way or how they just really twist it and what they, the, the monikers they use for like situations. So like instead of saying you know, there was some, oh gosh, what would I call it, a, a, a news report on a riot at the Capitol. And instead of saying the word Trump, because they're starting to realize that the more they say Trump, the more attention he gets and the more everybody focuses on him and the more votes he gets. So instead of saying Trump, they say the former president. So, which everybody knows who that is, but that's also a way of getting into your mind and not saying his name and not putting his namesake in there and just making your brain think a different way. Now think about that. Think about what I just said and think about how that news station did that. Just a simple little thing. And it made you think a different way, didn't it? You know, if I said the former president, there's 50 of them. It doesn't consolidate it to who it is. So you're, you're kind of sitting there thinking to your mind, the former president. I mean, they don't acknowledge him as Mr. President, which is once you're president, you're actually, you, they can call you Mr. President the rest of your life. That's the way it's always been. It's the way it always was. So the, the fact that they're trying to sway you one way or another tells me that you cannot depend on your fellow humans. You know what I mean? Whether he, whether anybody's innocent, guilty or not, there's definitely a lot of mind game being played in the media these days. And not only that, but even on social media, you know, this fact checker thing, all these things. You know, I mean, really take in mind, keep in mind and take a real close look at what you are inundating yourself with. And decide whether or not it's good for you. And that, that way you can depend on yourself and your own opinions a hell of a lot better. 
and it kind of sucks because, um, you know, uh, you you read an article on the internet. How do, how do you know if it's true or not? You don't. You know. I mean, if you weren't there and you didn't see it, you don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> kind of sucks, and it's the way it's always been, though. I mean, media has been there, and the freedom of the press has always been there, and it absolutely, I believe, 100% in the freedom of the press. And uh, the media has always been there. And I'm not saying all the media is one-sided. There's definitely both sides of all the media. But, you know, in the United States, there's people you can depend on, but you can't depend on everybody. And that's the way civilization has always, always, always been. Every village has an idiot. Every town has an asshole. And there's crooks everywhere. Uh, There's a song that I listened to and they had a really good line. And I will part with this. And it says, you can always tell a terrorist by the cologne he wears and the watch on his wrist. Thank you for listening today. Anyway, have a good one.